Hi, and welcome to Missouri Athletic Club Connections, a podcast highlighting Missouri's only premier athletic club. The MAC is recognized as the foremost private club in St. Louis, known for attracting exceptional people and enriching lives for generations. I'm MAC Director of Membership, Rodney Stoyer, and we're celebrating the club's 120th anniversary this year. And the club has a long history of fitness and athletics, of course. So today we're going to chat with Paul Helfrich, our West Club Fitness Manager. So welcome, Paul. Great. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah. <clears throat> Fitness has been going on a while, right? Not very, just, a very long time. Yeah. Not not just in your history here, but for, for quite a while. So uh, some of those things like basketball, everything, it amazes me how many years and years things have been going on at the club. But more specifically, summer is here. Okay. So it's into summer pool season, all those fun things. Just asking for a friend, uh, but summer's here. What tips do you have for staying fit during barbecue season and party season and all of those kind of things? All right. Where do I start? Um, <laughs> we'll start with food, and then we'll work our way through alcohol. Perfect, perfect. Um, you know, we we talk a lot about with our, our clients that, you know, you think you're in pool season and that you should be in the best shape that you possibly can be. Sure. I'm the opposite because during summer, I'm – drinking more than I do, I'm partying more than I do. So uh, it's kind of touch and go. So the easiest way we tell people to navigate, or at least I tell my clients, is when we're at a barbecue, imagine your food like with color. If there's a lot of color on your plate, gravitate towards those things. Bright colored foods have lots of great nutrients. They're usually calorie dense, uh, they're whole calories. If your plate looks like just a brown blob, probably you've got all the unhealthy things on your plate. I, I was just going to say, all I can think of is brown meat colors, barbecue sauces. That's yeah. all I can think of. Like Absolutely. That's what my plate looks like, right? So mistake. Got it. So add some color. I like that. That's an easy tip. Too, it is. So. And, and, and everybody can concept that, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, even even your kids. Yeah. Like I tell my daughter that all the time, too. Like She's always like, Dad, I got a good source of protein. I ate lots of color on my plate. Now, that might be a – you know. A, a bomb pop too, sure. but that's okay, right? <laughs> sure, so sure. there's there's definitely give and take. So yeah. um, you know, a couple ways you can navigate this, and we might get this into a little bit later in the pod. But um, you know, when we discuss food choices, they usually fall under macronutrients or your calorie intake for the day. Sure, uh, you can get that at the MAC through either myself or other two nutritionists, Maggie and uh, Melissa. Uh, We can figure out where you need to be calorically, and that might help you decide what food choices to make. And when we find that out, we can also figure out how many macros. And we say macros are talking about grams of protein, fats, carbohydrates. Uh, The fourth macro that nobody talks about is alcohol, which we'll get to in a second. So um, we can do that too through metabolic testing. So if you don't know, yeah, so if we don't know, uh, we do offer metabolic testing. Um, There are two types. There's resting and active at at the clubhouse. We'll switch off downtown and at west. So West will have it for two months. Courtney will have it out here for two months, and we just switch back and forth. So it's available at both clubhouses. Um, But the two tests give us some pretty valuable information. So the resting test is probably the easiest test you'll ever take. You'll stop in the office. You kick your feet up. You breathe into a tube for 20 minutes, (laughs) and you can fall asleep if you like. Um, But you want to be in a totally relaxed state. Um, What we get from that test tells us how many calories you burn in a day doing zero activity. Which is a lot higher than what most people think. Um, So with that information, we know that if you say, Rodney, your resting metabolic rate is 2,300 calories. If you compound exercise on top of that and eat less than that, I mean, you are definitely going to be in a good shape to lose weight. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be in a calorie deficit and you're working out. So uh, getting that test done 
can also give us some nutrient value when we talk about nutrition for individuals. Plus, it's a very individualized test because it's measuring your body, what you're breathing in and expelling out into the tube. So it's very, very, very specific to your body type. The second test is active. That's a little more strenuous. We put you on a treadmill. If you're claustrophobic, it's probably not the test for you. We got a big mask on. It's hard to breathe. Uh, but we, we kind of put you through the gauntlet to where you either completely max out or you say, I can't go any further and yeah. we stop the test. Uh, with the active test, it tells us where your heart rate zones are and where you burn calories most efficiently. So for me, when I took the test, it was well, my heart rate's in 112 to 124 beats a minute, which is a much lower register than when I normally do cardio. I'm burning most of my calories from, from fat. When I'm up in like the 150s, 60s, 70s with my heart rate, I'm burning a majority of carbohydrates and a little bit of fat. So most people need to do cardio at a much lower heart rate to burn body fat. Yeah. But if you're a marathon runner or even doing sprint triathlons and that kind of stuff, uh, the active test is important too because it'll kind of give us some information of what heart rate zone you need to train in so that you're burning like 50% carbohydrates, 50% fat. So you have plenty in the tank to put on a lot of miles you know, within a race. So yeah. um, if you come and get that test, it'll give us a lot of valuable information, especially going into summer when we can make some good sound nutritional advice. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest crutch is pool season. So yeah. you're drinking beer, yep. wine, yep. margaritas. Carbs are still important. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I do a 90-10 rule with all my clients. Okay. They come in and they, and they discuss nutrition with me. We figure out where they need to be calorically. 90% of those calories, I want you to stick to the plan. 10%. Free calories. Yeah, do, I like do your thing, right? Yeah. As long as it's 10%, right? And you're sure. not going over your calorie intake. Now, sure. truth be told, it's really 80-20, but when we give somebody that kind of a leash, <laughs> they end up going a little <laughs> right, bit further. Right. So if I give them the 90-10 rule, they Hopefully go over 10, still they're still up, under yeah. the 20, yeah. right? So, so um, th that gives them a good baseline. So if they see with color... They're making good food choices. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, have a burger with a bun. I mean, we we all got to have our food. But yeah. uh, if the majority of your plate is made up with lots of bright colors, you're in really good shape. Great. So the downside is when we drink alcohol, yeah, your body doesn't do anything with it. Sure. So alcohol is ethanol. So when you're drinking it, your body recognizes it as a foreign substance. So our bodies are pretty remarkable machines, and it will right then and there realize that it has something in your system that it can't do anything with. So what does it do? It prioritizes that to the top of the list, which means all the other calories and food that you've consuming is now on the back burner until you digest all the alcohol uh, you put in your body, yeah. which can be four hours after you stop drinking. So sure. not to deter anybody from drinking and having fun at the pool, but um, just keep that in the back of your mind. So I always tell people like when you're going into a barbecue, it's a meal. So don't use it as an excuse just to eat junk all day long. Yeah. Stick to the plan, eat healthy all day long, do your barbecue, have a drink or two, and then get right back on your eating plan, right? Yeah. We all we all got it. We all have our things. And I'm, the last thing we want is for somebody to restrict their diet completely to where they're just miserable and they're going to fall off the wagon. So yeah. you got to have a little bit of both. Yeah, I like that a lot. I also like earlier you, you kind of pointed at me when you said the sprint triathlon. I, yeah. I, mean, I appreciate you thought that that might be me. Um, yeah, I, I'm peak not athlete. so much, but yeah, peak athlete, peak <laughs> condition. But but I think one of the things that our members, um, they come in knowing that we have fitness. They know that we have personal training. They know that we have these wonderful fitness centers in our clubs. And, and I think the misnomer is that 
it might just stop with you spending 20 minutes with me telling me how to lift safely, right? right. Um, I think that's where they think that ends. And, and you just <clears throat> gave a nice little dialogue of everything we offer. Mm -hmm. um, total wellness, total package, everything about your overall fitness, uh, and in a, a moderate way where you know I can still have a life and I'm not changing everything about it. So. Right. You got it. The, the, yeah. the, biggest, the biggest challenge with anybody when we discuss nutrition is figuring out what will work for your lifestyle. Because yeah. everybody's yeah. lifestyles are different. Yep. So that's, that's the number one goal. Well, that's perfect. And again, I think that's the nice thing about <clears throat> our programs here is getting yep. that person you want to work with and getting something that's customized to you. So um, really, really love that. So um, another question. So what offerings, especially during summertime, um, you know, what can we do as far as fitness offerings, um, some of the different things that we have available that are maybe going on all the time or might be specific to like classes that might be specific to summer? So summertime specifically at West, because we have an outdoor pool, uh, we offer water aerobics twice a week in the mornings yeah. before swim team. So uh, 6.30 to 7.30 on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, Mary Neiman, who's been our um, aerobics, water aerobics instructor for years, does a fantastic job. She has quite a following. And the ladies are out in the pool in the mornings. Um, good way to get in the water. Um, some mornings are a little cooler than others, but uh, they brave it and get in. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the seasonal things. So if you're a pool junkie and like to exercise by the pool, I mean, that's definitely one option. Um, we offer some speed and agility clinics uh, that start up for our, our a lot of our younger kids now. Uh -huh. uh, they're out of school. We have a lot of parents asking about training, uh, youth programs. So uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, Nick Hunziker is going to do uh, age-appropriate speed and agility. So for 45 minutes, uh, he'll work with 8 to 12-year-olds. And then the other 45, it'll be 12 to 14. Uh, so we'll break it into two groups. And uh, we had a lot of parents asking about it, actually. So uh, this year, we're hoping that program will really kind of kind of take off yeah so and i've um, seen more of that and there's mm -hmm. more and more interest about that that's not just you know I, I think there's so many parents that think i'm going you know my son's a baseball star i'm going to get him with a hitting coach right. um what we do with the the speed and agility training is across all all sports it doesn't matter right. it's really getting them agile and um i, I did my kids with chris uh, yes which was wonderful and uh, the thing that shocked me the most is he ran them. I mean, mm -hmm. that wasn't just a – I guess I was expecting just a little, oh, you know, jump across this cone. And <laughs> right. He worked them. I mean, yep. they really, really got a workout, which so, was great. So when we kind of developed the program, Chris, Nick, and I sat down, and we were discussing, like, what are some good age-appropriate yeah. um, exercises. So. To your point, it's not just like we're going to hop through ladders sure. and do some hopscotch yeah. and that kind of stuff. I mean, the kids will use medicine balls and TRX. Yeah. And, you know, through medicine ball stuff, we teach them how to transfer their weight right to left through yeah. different types of throwing techniques with the ball. And in a, a safe way. Right? In a That's safe way, thing. correct. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not throwing it at your sibling. Right. Like you would do at home. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, you know, athletes become better in the off season, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they progress through the season, but they get better each year because of what they do in the yep. off season. So the summer program there will be really good for, you know, our youth kids. Um, and then obviously we have uh, a well-rounded staff at both clubhouses for personal training. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's a nice kind of do as you please kind of program where, you know, we don't lock anybody into a lot of sessions. It's, we have a couple of sessions up front packaged. And then after that, a lot of members will either just meet back with their trainer occasionally for some program redesign, or some people stick with it just because they like to be pushed. Um, you know, for those out there who never use a trainer, um, I mean, I even had a trainer for a short period of time just because I was in a funk as sure. a trainer. Um, you, I don't think people really realize what it's like to push themselves until they have somebody else physically yep. pushing them. And it really kind of puts things in perspective. Plus, a lot of people are members that do a lot of the same exercises like 
I've done the same program for 30 years. Yep. And it's like, you definitely need a switch. Well, and I think, I think what's important is that there's no, there's no in the box cookie cutter thing. Um, I see this, I really see this. I see some of our members that are going in and they literally are working two, three days a week, every single week with a mm -hmm. trainer yep. because that's what they know they need it or it's what they want uh, to keep them motivated. And then there are others where, you know, hey Paul, give me a quick program. We spend a little bit of time working together. Maybe I won't touch base with you again until next month uh, right. just to see how things are going. So there's no cookie cutter. It's not a, um, you know, I always like to tell our members this isn't a, a thing where, you know, Paul, all he's trying to do is get you on a program. Right. It's not. It's what's right for you. Exactly. Um, what do we need to do to help you and to keep you interested in, in bettering yourself? Yeah, I mean, the club has really taken a stance. Um, you know, after COVID, we really uh, went full on forward with SSM physical therapy. So, yeah. you know, Jay Zaber, our physical therapist, does a wonderful job with his clients. And then after they get out of physical therapy, the game plan is that they continue to progress. And yeah. so, you know, he and I will discuss what their next steps are. I'll talk to them about personal training and get a program design because the overall goal um, is to never go back to physical therapy, right? I mean, right. SSM would probably like for you to come back, but <laughs> sure. um, the goal is to never, you know, Jay would prefer you have been fully healed Correct. and recovered and you don't have this reoccurring injury. And the only way that happens is by, again, doing work beyond yep. physical therapy. So uh, the club really does do, do a good job of setting you on, on a nice track for, you know, just overall health with personal training, physical therapy, nutrition, metabolic testing massage therapy, yeah. you know, we really try to do it all. Well, and I think the other thing is that it's, again, it's all in one spot. It's all integrated. Um, we're all working together to do that same thing for the person. Uh, I see this happen all the time where, you know, Jay worked with someone. They're doing a wonderful job on their own now. He's released them, but they still want to stop by and say, hi, hey, Jay, the elbow's doing great. That happened um, last week with like two or three people. Exactly. So that's what's wonderful about being all in one spot. Mm -hmm. You know, what is it you need? What do we need to do for you? And we can transition you all in one spot, yep. all in one house. So that's fantastic and a great way to weave physical therapy in there because we needed to talk about that yep. because it's a great offering and a, a wonderful program that we have here as well. Um, so let me ask you a fun one, okay? Members have been staying fit at the MAC for 120 years. Give me some ways you've seen that fitness has evolved. Now, you can probably I give mean, you some quick ones. Well, but I mean, if we want to go back in the archives, I mean, I've seen pictures of, I mean, weight belts that shake you from back in the day to, <laughs> sure, yeah. to all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, fitness is, it's a lot like technology. I mean, it really does, it changes. I mean, most people now have social media and a lot of people, whether you're, a fitness guru or somebody who's just, I work out when I can, they all follow somebody in, in, in fitness on social media. Sure. So the information out there is bountiful and sure. it's either it's really good and it's really bad, <laughs> right, right? Right. So, um, I mean, it's, it's always changing. I mean, when I first started here, you know, 17 years ago and what I learned in college is much different than how we train people now, just because we know so much more about the human body. I mean, the advancements of just like the metabolic equipment alone gives right. us such a great value for your nutrition sessions and how we train you. Um, you know, CrossFit's blown up a lot in the early 2000s, um, which showed people that they can lift heavy weights safely for the most part. We have sure. there's there's been a, quite a bit of injuries in CrossFit, but if you do it safely and you and you lift heavy you can get a lot of great results. Cause I think that's another one big yeah. myth. It's like, Paul, I don't want to like bulk up. And it's like, okay, well, we're not going to be bench pressing 250 right. pounds. So um, if you can do anything for 15 or more reps 
and it's doable, you should use a heavy weight to be able to get there, not five pounds is right, way too right. easy, right? So, um, you know, what we've seen as far as cardio, for, for an example, you know, step aerobics, hitting the treadmill, running miles and miles and miles outside, that was a trend a lot in like the 70s and 80s. As we got into the 90s, early 2000s, again, we had technology advanced. We kind of got a lot more information on what the human body does with those type of things. So we have typically two people, right? We have somebody who is like, I run eight miles a day, sure, right? And then we have somebody who is like, I never do cardio and I do nothing but lift weights. Right. There's a good cross between utilizing both. And, and this is what I tell people. They're... I think people enjoy seeing the really high calorie burn on a treadmill, right? And they're like, wow, sure, I ran sure. or walked for an yes. hour and I burned and hundreds and hundreds I, of right, calories, right. right? You are not going to burn that many calories necessarily in a lifting session per se. But when you get off that treadmill and you're done doing cardio, your body really does stop burning calories at that point. That, you know, that high. Yeah. Your body just gets off. It gets back down. It's like, okay, we're back to a normal heart rate zone. We're just going to go back to our normal process. When we lift weights strenuously for a long period of time, your body burns calories for many, many, many hours after, after you're done. So even though you might not burn as many calories in that hour of lifting versus running, by the end of the day, you're going to be burning more calories than you did doing cardio. So it's a little give and take. So I always tell people a little bit of cardio is great if you, if you, unless you're doing something specifically for a race. Uh, but myself personally, with the clients that I train, you know, I tell them you're going to get a lot more benefit in the in the gym lifting weights than just doing you know a ton of cardio. Yeah. Um, not only it will help just from injury prevention, but uh, just the way your body will continue to burn calories, building lean mass, your just metabolism will run you know much higher. Um, you know, classes also have really blown up too, and we've really transitioned how we train people in our sure. classes. You know, as well. I mean, if you look at both of our schedules at West and downtown, we have a pretty wide variety of all different types of classes and they're all designed for our members specific class styles that they sure. enjoy. Right. Sure. So, uh, we have a lot of offerings there too. Well, and I think the other thing you said, you mentioned that you hit on time too. You know, how long does it take to go outside and run eight miles to prepare, to do it, to go out mm -hmm. and do that? Um, one of the things I've heard you say before is again, back to the science, mm -hmm. back to the metabolic testing, everything else. You know, I've heard you say, you can say it again in the right way, but you know you might be able to get the same workout in 20 minutes that you thought would take you an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, work, a, time is a big issue. Work smarter, not harder, right? I right. mean, that's how we all kind of live our lives, right? I mean, we all like to, we all live on a on a on a time crunch. Yeah. I mean, very few of us have the, all the time in the world just to right. go work out whenever we want. It's taking my kids to school, yep. coming in before work, coming in after work, hopping in on my lunch break. Your time is valuable, so we need to figure out what you can do to maximize your time in the weight room. And I, and I will say from doing this for as long as I, I have, especially here at the club, there are times where you see people just kind of like, okay, what am I going to do next? Right. Yeah. Like, and it's like, you know, if, if you guys meet with a trainer or you guys go to classes, you guys will pick up right. how to kind of stay moving and, and have some like a Rolodex of exercises in your head just to be like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this, and I'm just going to keep moving in my workout. Right. I always tell people, like, if you're standing around more than you're working out, we need to flip that around, right? right? So it's right. better off to stay moving and, and doing a variety of exercises than just do three sets and rest, three sets yeah. and rest, unless you have a specific goal where that is, you know, it needs to be facilitated. Well, and I like how you said 
pick up on, and, and you've kind of said this a couple times, but it's that finding that thing that not only works for you, but that you like. And I've heard Courtney say this. I've, I've watched Courtney say it. Um, again, oversimplification here, but someone can say, you know, oh, the, you know, let's say it was sit-ups. You know, mm-hmm. God, I just hate sit-ups. I've heard her say, like, then don't do those. Right. This will do the same thing. Do this instead. Yep. Do you enjoy doing this? Is this something you can tolerate and you can't do that? Um, again, it's back to the no cookie cutter. You know, well, we, we really want to customize it and make it work for you. And I think you just touched on it. Working out for the general public is normally not fun. fun. Like most people are <laughs> like, wow, I cannot wait to get yeah. to the gym and just beat my body up today, right? Right. But there are ways of making it fun, having yeah. exercises that you enjoy doing, having yeah. a few that you hate, because those are typically the ones that you need sure. to work on the most, right? Um, but having fun in the process is what's going to motivate you to see results. And when you yeah. see results, you keep wanting to come back for more. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's perfect. Yep. Um, well, Paul, this has been wonderful. Um, where can members find everything? What's what's the easiest way? What, what can they do? Um, obviously, talk to you, talk to Courtney if they're down here. Yep. Um, but what are some of the things you'd encourage members to reach out and, and do? You can reach out to me or Courtney about um, personal training, uh, even massage therapy and um, any of our fitness class stuff. Everything's on the website and on the app. Uh, a lot of members do a lot of their signing up th- for classes on the application. Yeah. Um, massages are still booked at either uh, Clubhouse West or, or downtown over the phone. Um, and again, everything's online. Everything is, is out there. Uh, members can sign up for everything pretty much two weeks in advance. Um, and then we're always updating things and, and making seasonal changes. So, uh, you know, if you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me or Courtney Hutt. Um, and we can get you guys going in the right direction. Perfect. I said always available. There's no question. Always. Perfect. Well, uh, thank you for viewing in and learning a little bit about some summer fitness tips. Um, Continue to join us as we celebrate our storied history at the Missouri Athletic Club in its 120th year anniversary this year. Um, And stay connected through the events calendar, the MAC website, and social media. And we'll see you soon.